0: Yo, welcome back to the Echo Youth Podcast, episode 20- 22. Two. Yep, 22. Yeah, 22. Um,
1: I know, because I'm getting absolutely clapped in the drafts. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of depressing, guys. Even last week, I put in a plead for help and still took a fat L. <laughs> you did? Yeah, dude, while you were gone and went to get the charger, I politely asked everybody to vote for me and it didn't work out (laughs) that's funny um it didn't go well
0: yeah so (laughs) we are
1: (laughs) (laughs) we are dropping water bottles i thought it'd be a little i
0: thought i was closer to the ground there (laughs) but dropped her from five
1: inches
0: (laughs) you know what we're just gonna leave it on its side Um, but yeah it's like Thirteen to eight. Now I'm on a roll. Yeah, he's taken Um, the last. It was eight eight. It was eight eight. So you've taken the last five. five, Yeah. So we have a really fun one today. Um, that is (laughs) very church relevant, and so um, that's gonna be a blast. So, but before we get into that, let's get into a little bit of discussion about um the reading plan that we have here. Um, We're on day five of Dangerous Prayers, Um, so kind of we haven't talked about the process of how we do things in a while. So um, on the YouVersion Bible app, we're following um, Bible reading plans, and the one we're on right now is called Dangerous Prayers. If you look it up um, in the plans section of um, your Bible app, you should be able to find it, and then you can tag along and and catch up with us, and they go by really fast, so it's really good, Um, but this is kind of what spurs our conversations and... Um, it just kind of helps us format the talks, and and so that's... Gives you uh, all some interaction. Yeah.
1: You want to read it by yourself, too, the day before. So that's,
0: ba- uh, that's basically what it is. So um, let's get into it, though. We're on day five, so there's a few scriptures here. The first one's Matthew 16, 24 through 25, and it says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Heavy stuff there. Um, Now, the next one is uh, Matthew 26, uh, verse 26. Um, Now, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. So that symbolizes the breaking, obviously, that Jesus went through and that we are, to a certain extent, called to go through as Christ's followers. And so the next one is Mark 14, 3 through 9. It says, And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, he was reclining at a table. A woman came with an alabaster flask of ointment of pure Nard. <laughs> uh, very costly. I think it's basically perfume. Yeah. I don't know why it says Nard in this translation. And she broke the flask and poured it over his head. Uh, there were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why uh, was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing. Uh, to me, for you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body before hand for burial, or burial. I don't know why I said burial, burial. <laughs> burial. I was just reading it. Um, and truly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. So that's kind of. A dangerous. It, it, it's uh, kind mm-hmm. of portraying a dangerous act uh, by that woman. It's something three hundred denarii is a lot, a lot of money back in that day. It's a
1: years' um, wages. It says another translation. Yeah,
0: so it's like, um, so th- you think about that. An average year's wages, which in today's age would be like forty, fifty thousand dollars, probably on mm-hmm. an average year's <laughs> wages, maybe thirty to fifty. But imagine just like having
1: uh, one jar of perfume worth that much.
0: Yeah, even on the low end, imagine having one jar of perfume worth twenty thousand dollars, and you break it and pour it over Jesus, right? Yeah. So it was. It was it seemed. It seemed reckless. It seemed um, crazy. And but, um, Jesus says, wherever the Gospels preach, she'll be remembered, right? And she, we're talking about her today. Oh, yeah. So uh, the next one's Luke twenty-two fourteen through nineteen. he had given thanks he broke it and gave it to them saying this is my body which is given for you do this and remember to me um and then we have psalms 34 18 which says the lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit um and then the next one is psalms 51 17 it says the sacrifices of god are broken are a broken spirit a, um, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. So there is a lot of stuff to kind of chew during this one, and mm-hmm. kind of the um, the theme of this week's um, devotional. What it says, the title is actually "Break Me," and so th- we've talked about dangerous prayers and ways of search- searching our hearts and 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 praying prayers that call us to do. Um, or call us to a higher standard than we're used to um but the prayers um, that they're talking about in this week this week's reading are prayers that could potentially break us and and obviously the the process of of breaking or or pressing or pulling or um, whatever we want to phrase it as it's it's a very painful process. Like it's not, it's not fun by any means. It's not like, it's not a good time. Right. Um, but, um, at the end of the day, it's, it's the reward is huge and it's what grows us and it's what, um, molds us into who we're supposed to be. And, um, and there's so many, there's so many metaphors and, and, and symbols in the Bible that talk about that process of like, I'm like making wine, where you have to press the grapes, and you have to crush them, and you have to um, do this whole process so that you can you can pull the most out of them. And so, and, and there's even other scriptures like you know, pressed down, shaken together, running all over. It's like it's this idea of like crushing and pressing, and and to get the most out of something. And sometimes that's painful for us. But th- those are prayers that, uh, while being dangerous, are sometimes so needed. For it. it's like, hey God, I feel like I am not serving you at my full capacity and i need to um, be crushed and pushed and broken a little bit so that i can um do that and another another analogy is um, one of my favorite worship songs is um it's called broken vessels and Mm -hmm. kind of the imagery of that is a perfect vessel is like cool it's pretty and it's like good um like artwork and stuff but um, the, the coolest thing that I saw from like a broken vessel is like when you have this vessel that has cracks and holes and things in it and then you put a candle or a light in it it's like the light shines through those cracks and I think that's a really good image of how God in the process of us being broken and, and whether it's from things that have happened to us in the past or things that God's uh, allowing us to go through that we so that we can grow but in whatever fashion the scars and in the, in the, in the uh, cracks in the brokenness is what um, God can ultimately use to shine His love through. So, Bet. Ben has a couple of questions here, and I'm gonna attempt to answer them as best as I can, and then we'll move on to the draft. Let's go. <clears throat> All right. So,
1: <laughs> question one: As you pick up the bottle you dropped, uh, kind of touches on what you just said, kind of the whole meaning behind "break me" and those kind of dangerous prayers so my first thought when i when I hear break me sometimes in human nature that seems counterintuitive that seems like yeah well if you a lot of people the typical prayer is god give me the strength so yeah. what happens when you
0: flip it to break me what does that look like um so it, it looks like breaking down the strongholds and the walls and the things that you've put up in your life that get in the way of of god's purpose for you if that makes sense mm-hmm and so a good example would be like, if God is, okay, so let's say there's, let, let's, let's call this person Joe, right? Yeah. Um, so let's say Joe, um, Joe's universal. Joe could be a girl, could be a guy. I've, I've met girl Joes before. So Joe, yeah. whoever it is, Joe is living in this suburban home, mm-hmm. white picket fence, three car garage couple dogs, a family, kids. He or she is living the life. And let's yeah, say God good. is calling Joe to move and to go and to do something outside of Joe's comfort zone. The process of achieving that might look, uh, might look or feel like breaking. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is sometimes you have to get rid of the house. You have to get rid of the three-car garage, you have to get rid of the picket fence and the nice cars, and and, and I'm not saying this universally, I'm just saying like, if, if if this was the call on on Joe's life, sometimes you have to get rid of that stuff to get out of the way, and maybe Joe had this big corporate job, and that's, but then Joe was called to ministry, and so they go from making, <laughs> uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars of this big corporate job to um, making, you know, kind of the average or whatever of the community. And, so that that process can, in physical terms, look like breaking, and but it's it's like it's the process of remolding. Another good example mm-hmm. is like um, sometimes if you break a bone <clears throat> and then you leave it for too long, um, sometimes when you go to the doctor to get it checked on, they have to rebreak it. Yeah. Um. in order to fix it and so that's a good symbol too because sometimes from our brokenness of and, and things that are happening in, the, in this fallen world and the things that pe- that the hands that were dealt and the things that people do to us and and the hurt we have and and the brokenness in our hearts and in our lives sometimes we leave that unchecked and mm-hmm. we don't <clears throat> go to god with it right away and we let this scar tissue build up and we let the bones heal and and but and and but it still doesn't feel right, and then so by the time we go to God with our issues, sometimes there has to be a little bit of a re breaking process. And and sometimes that looks like sometimes people like suppress their memories and they put them away and they don't want to remember because they don't want to like relive those moments in their life. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to bring it back up to to acknowledge it, to deal with it, to move past it. So that's kind of what the re breaking looks like, and so um the the break me thing or break me prayer it looks like a lot of different things so like i said sometimes it's breaking our comfort zone sometimes it's breaking or bringing up old scars and old hurt, hurt so that we can rebreak it and and move past it and sometimes it's um sometimes it looks like just just pain it's just just straight up pain, <laughs> like for sure. Um, sometimes when we're, when we're called to follow Jesus, it's it's painful, and we and there's rejection, and there's prosecution, and there's um, and not not so much in the United States, but um, but there's some real things that we have to go through these trials and things, and so it's, that that's that's the call of, of Jesus sometimes, and it's tough. So hopefully that answers the question.
1: Oh yeah, I think it did for sure. So you kind of hit both my questions with one right there, oh, okay. so it feels kind of bad. Because the only other one I had for this week was, What does being broken before Christ look like in a daily life? Which was basically the same question. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of nailed it. But I just want to... I don't want to go on too soon, because there's a lot of cool parts in the actual devotional part from this reading plan. Yeah, for sure. That um, stuck out to me that I'm looking for real quick. Uh, it was really cool. Like The gist of it was... Um, the writer and his wife, pastor, pastor's wife, mm-hmm. put on like a small group and they asked the entire small group to pray that prayer of break me. Yeah. And the analogy they used was one of the ladies said, uh, no, like I actually don't want to do that. Yeah. Because in here it says she came from a, I think it was a single mother. She was a single mother, had th- four kids. Yeah. And the possibility of God breaking her she didn't want that to have negative consequences on the rest of the family. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it goes back to also, like we talked about last week, understanding where your trust is and understanding Mm -hmm. that if you pray for God to break you, it doesn't necessarily mean that God's going to shatter your life. I mean, he'll still guide your steps. Yeah. But you can't ask God to break you and then turn away from him. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be with,
0: go to him through the whole thing. Yeah, no, I think so you bring up a really good point. I think it's really important for us as youth, as young adults, as people starting to think about starting families or whatever, whatever phase of life we might be. The thing that we have to do is is if we're on the younger side, we have to prepare our own hearts for the things that um, are ahead of us in this journey called faith and this journey called life and this thing that we're moving with jesus and the other thing is when we start building families and things we should be be um what i what am i trying to say we should be like cultivating this relationship with our kids and and god so that if that breaking process happens we're in it together Mm -hmm. a good example is like for me as a kid there was many times where my parents were following um earnestly after the call that god had on their lives and sometimes it was really painful and we moved a lot and um and none of our moves were small it was like always states away yeah so we moved from washington to las vegas culture shock big move um it's just kind of a crazy thing. We moved from Las Vegas to Central Valley, California. Once again, huge culture shock, just totally different. We'd move. So there's pain within those things, but because us, like we as a family, we would talk about this and we would we would uh, pray about it together and we would um, get behind this idea of God calling us as a family and God wasn't just calling my dad or God wasn't just calling my mom. He's calling us as a family to go serve the next church. Yeah. And so when we do that, the breaking process, though still painful, is bearable because um, our weakness is made strong through through Christ, and so that's how we kind of get through that. If that mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, um, unless you have another question, I'll kind of wrap up some thoughts here. But unless you, uh, I
1: just the last thing I just wanted to say that was say. really cool in here was um, the writer in this. I I keep saying the writer because I don't know who wrote it, but he poses the question. I don't
0: even know that who wrote it either yeah Yeah. but But he
1: poses the question just in the middle of this uh the thought that kept coming to his head when thinking about this break me thing is what are we losing by clinging to comfort
0: yeah so what
1: are we losing by not praying that prayer of break me
0: yeah absolutely there's this there's this uh this phrase that was going around um it's used a lot in like motivational talks and stuff and it's it's not like a christian phrase necessarily mm-hmm. um but it it says and i might i might butcher it but it says basically um today i will do the things that others won't so that tomorrow i can live like others can't i think that that's sounds what it is right <laughs> sounds so, familiar so what that um and w- what I'm getting at is that this idea of breaking through this z- this zone of comfort can can reap huge benefits for our future, mm-hmm. and and sure. so um, it's like anything. It's like it's like you know people who are on the weight loss journey or on this life change and, and breaking addiction journey. Um, it's like, like like with addiction, there's like a time of, of detox and there's this time of like withdrawal and that is immense pain and it's, and it's, and it's horrendous. But then the payoff is, is because of intense momentary pain, you can now live a life free of long-term pain in terms of, you know, like people who are overcoming drugs or alcohol or addiction to, um, like pornography or other things like that, right? It's just mm-hmm. you have to go through this momentary um, time of immense pain. Same with like it's. Silly, I talk about this all the time, but like the weight loss journey. Like sometimes you just got to suck it up and eat some gross food. Like <laughs> by sure. gross, I mean like vegetables because I hate vegetables. But so, sometimes you got to eat some food, or, or not even eating gross food, but just not eating the food that you really, really, really like. And so that you can go through these moments of withdrawal and pain and whatever so that you can live a life later that others aren't able to because of health issues and things like that. And so I think it's the same in our Christian walk. It's like Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to um, walk the walk of a non-glamorous life of following Christ where we expected to be like this celebrity pastor or like or we wanted to be this world changer influencer, but sometimes we need to stack chairs and we need to clean toilets and we need to like, you know, like this, sometimes we need to go through these, these molding sections of being uncomfortable. And maybe our dream was to go and serve a church community in Miami or in New York or, and then God calls us to, um, little rock, Arkansas. Right. You know, what yeah, I mean? for like, sure. For like sure. it's, it's, it's these things where it's like, you know, at this, when when it's God's plan and not ours, and we've talked about this a lot. When when it actually is God's plan and not ours, sometimes the the it most of the time it um it kind of jukes our comfort zone. <laughs> For like sure, we we think like, oh, okay, com- the comfortable thing would be to do this, do this, do this. And Danielle and I have talked about this a lot because, um, and I think I think most people go through this at times where it's like, Oh, there seems to be like an easier way. There seems to be like a more comfortable way of doing things. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, especially for, and this is, uh, if you, you live in Southern California or New York or a big state, that's like expensive or whatever. Sometimes the, the idea of even just like making it is daunting because everything's so expensive and, and you're trying to minister through that. And, um, but while not being worried about all that and, or yeah. whatever, and, and I'm just being transparent, but like that, that kind of stuff is you could easily and you see it all the time. People from California or Washington or mm-hmm. kind of these um, coastal states or whatever, move to Texas or move to middle states because it's just cheaper and it's easier life and you can get a large, a lot of property in a big house and yeah. do your thing, which I'm not saying there's anything bad with that. It's just if I'm not called to do that, I shouldn't do that. Like I have to follow god's call which might be outside of my comfort zone which is tough for but sure that's that is it is what it is yeah um i'm sure paul was very uncomfortable in prison and in ship, yes. shipwrecks and snake bites and all this different stuff that he it makes me
1: think of david a lot too i yeah. mean if you think samuel anointed him as a king of israel at a young age If you're that kid, if you're in David's shoes, you're like, yep, dope. Take me to the palace. I'm the king of this joint. But no, that didn't happen. He went back to being a shepherd. Yep. And then he started doing that back what he was doing beforehand. Think about that. Think about being anointed the king of all of Israel and then being like, all right, back to the fields. Go
0: herd those sheep
1: for years before you make it to the palace.
0: Yeah, and then the king, who's like actually king, tries to kill you. Tries for, to murder you, cause yeah. and
1: you're friends with his son. Talk
0: about a tough when you, spot. When you literally single-handedly won a war from that for them. Yeah, so there's, yeah. C- there's, there's certain things, even if you are moving in the direction that you think you're supposed to be, there's certain things that are still popping up that don't make sense, right? But all of that, those stories of, of hardship and things that um, we saw are things that David had to go through in order to grow, and... That was kind of a breaking process. We see it so much in the Bible. There's a breaking process with David. There's a breaking process with Moses, yeah. right? When he was kind of exiled and ran away and started his whole new life, and he got in, he got into his comfort zone, and then there was this re-breaking, uh, as we see this re-breaking of God being like, "Hey, no, sorry, you're leaving this, and you're going to start this whole new journey." And um, and Moses didn't know it at the time, but he would actually never see the Promised Land, mm-hmm. and that's a tough thing too. Sometimes our call is to champion the next generation and we won't even see the fruits of it in our lifetime. And, but, yeah. um, and not to be a downer, but like the thing is, and I talked about it this morning at church, um, was like my call and my, or my answer to the call, my love for Christ can't be conditional on, on how things go for me. Right. I have to mm-hmm. like, I have that's to just nice. completely seek after him. And we yeah. see, we see a, we see a, uh, a breaking process with Joseph and, And being sold into slavery and then going to jail and all this. And then we see the fruit of that. And all these guys, we see David be one of the best kings of all time. We see Joseph be the right-hand man of Egypt. We see Moses lead a whole nation out of slavery. right? We see these really glorious moments. Mm -hmm. And there's breaking in Samson. There's breaking in um, Esther. There's breaking... In Paul, there's breaking in the, in Jesus, right? There's breaking in all these different stories. And what we see is that the, if, if you truly seek after the call of God and his will, the, the, the benefit of it at the end is, is, is so much, it's, it's so worth it, right? Yeah. You see all those uh, people, like I said, you know, Esther like freed, um, a whole nation. It's like Samson was used to break down like a whole group. And then, um, saved us literally saved everyone yeah Um, through an intense moment of breaking and so that's what we kind of have to go through and talk about and 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 work through and and see where god is in the midst of that and and yeah so cool um we actually talked a long time about all that stuff which is great yeah that's hype um are you ready to move on
1: yeah, I'm good. Cool. All right. So,
0: hope you guys enjoyed that, and let's be praying that prayer this week. Um, if we're so bold to do so, if we're if we're willing to step out of our comfort zone, let's pray. Jesus, break me. Help me to take up my cross and die daily to to my comfort zone and go after the things that you want me to go after. Um, so, let us know how that's going. <laughs> Give us praise reports or or whatever. Um, but we're gonna do a draft now, and it's gonna be super goofy um but this draft we decided um because we did a celebrity worship team draft a while back uh, a few weeks ago and that was pretty fun um and so we're doing a celebrity church staff draft let's go and so it's gonna be kind of funny and and i know that some of these people most of these people are not christians and they would make awful pastors but (laughs) yeah but um but it's just for it's just to be funny if we were to cast a movie about a church staff he, who are we putting in there here we who are we putting in there and so and we have positions for them yeah we have categories we have a, a lead pastor and all these can be guy, guy or girl obviously we don't have yeah it doesn't matter um yeah so we have a lead pastor we have a youth pastor we have a worship pastor we have a kids pastor we have a media producer, shout out to Palm Boss. Let's go. And we have a senior's potluck organizer <laughs> <laughs> just for Let's the go at the end, okay? And so we're going to do rock, paper, scissors, and we're going to start drafting um, our celebrity church staff. staff, okay? All right, here we go. Rock, paper, scissors.
1: Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Dang it. Dubs again. That's what we normally do, yeah. paper, scissors. That's
0: the thing. Okay. I
1: just am too good at this game, I guess. It's too good. I have to make up for all the drafts I'm getting beat in.
0: Yeah, so Ben gets the first pick, and we are now going to see what he decides to do with it.
1: All right, so my first pick, I think I really have to lock in my seniors potluck organizer immediately <laughs> because, dude, I don't want anybody getting it. anybody meaning you. I'm I'm taking Betty White, bro.
0: Oh, she was on my list.
1: She's gonna run that senior potluck.
0: Betty White. Out of anybody in the whole draft, that's the one I wanted the most. That's a good pick. I have a pretty good pick though for that spot, and there's going to be kind of a meme thing oh, with I'm, it. I'm messing with it. Yours might still be better. Just sh- if you think of like an dude, old, she's the all-time perfect. She's all all-time, all-time for old that. lady for sure. Um. Okay, who do I want to pick? Um. Oh, actually. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I want to lock in my worship pastor cause Okay, I am Cause one. Because the boy so is one, yeah. I have to. So I'm going to lock in my worship pastor. My worship pastor is going to be Beyonce. Cause, okay.
1: Um, That's going to be a tough act to follow.
0: not going to lie. Put her in the Lord's army and people getting saved every week. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: By the thousands.
0: So Beyonce is uh, the worship pastor at my at church In this movie.
1: <laughs> That's... A pretty banging pick. Not gonna lie. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna go with my media director. Shout out, Pawn Boss. And I'm taking DJ Khaled. <laughs> He's my media producer, bro. <laughs> He's gonna be mashing turntables. He's my
0: live stream is gonna be absolutely filthy. My my pick for that. I I got really scared that you were gonna pick him, um, but I, it wasn't DJ Khaled. That's a that's a good pick um my media producer is gonna be somebody else and it's gonna be a meme and it might not you can say it i
1: can't pick anything oh no but you could lock in something else if you want to yeah
0: yeah well actually for the meme i'm just gonna pick it right now because it's funny because we're already talking about it so my media producer is gonna be elon musk (laughs) okay (laughs) because he's literally a genius yeah he's crazy dude he'll make you
1: like stream on the side of walls and stuff
0: yeah so i don't know how like Great, the creative side is gonna be, but no, he'll streamline every, it for sure. But everything's gonna run super well. You'll, you'll be
1: playing this in space. <laughs> yeah, he'll, we'll he'll be, make we'll some contraption to Mars. Yeah, that's a bangin' pick too. <laughs> Elon Musk, Elon Musk, and Beyonce running the church so far for their respective groups. All right, um, I'm gonna take my kids' pastor. My kids' pastor is gonna be Ellen. Hey, <laughs> she's always giving back to the kids on her TV show. so That's true. Ellen, that's a good pick. I figure that's she's, she's great with too. kids. And think about it. She could come up with some good kids games.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: <clears throat>
0: that is true. Um. <laughs> oh, I don't know who to pick for this next one. Um... Okay, I'm going to pick my youth pastor. Okay. Actually, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm going to pick my senior's potluck organizer. (laughs)
1: Let's go.
0: (laughs) Just for the meme. And I'm going to pick Oprah.
1: Yeah, that's what I was debating. You you get a car. You get a a casserole. You get 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 a casserole. (laughs) We're on the same page. So That's a really good pick, too. Oprah is my senior's potluck organizer. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I should have thought of Oprah.
0: I thought of Oprah somewhere else, but well, Betty Betty White's a heater of a pick. Oh, dime too. For I had sure. I had Oprah as one of my kids pastors. So did I. It was Ellen or movies. Oprah, <laughs>
1: but yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, let's see. Who do I want to lock up? I've done senior media and kids.
0: You have lead worship and youth left. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna take my worship leader, worship pastor. And I'm going with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and man. I'm having choreographed worship. I like it. <laughs> the good old days.
0: Justin Timberlake with the dance crew.
1: Yeah, he's going to have backup dancers like and everything. back to early
0: 2000s youth conferences where they always had like oh, some dance crew dude. there. Yeah, It's great. Um, this, is, this is good. This is really good. He's okay, the heartthrob worship pastor.
1: That's literally disgusting. Imagine you cruise up in a church and Justin Timberlake's leading worship. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Beyonce though. That'd be pretty epic. Not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um. Oh man, I'm really stuck with my kids' pastor of who I want to do. Mm. I'll just say it out loud.
1: Okay. Yeah, I already picked them. You can name all your choices.
0: Yeah. So I have three. I have Rebel Wilson. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's a good pick. He's like the blonde comedian. Mm-hmm. She's just super funny. I have Will Ferrell.
1: I had Will Ferrell for mine. And then I have
0: Jack Black.
1: I had Jack Black for mine, too.
0: So, because I mentioned Jack Black.
1: I had Jack Black somewhere else.
0: I have him in my youth pastor category, too. Same. (laughs) So, he could go there. You have for the
1: freedom of pick here right now, boss.
0: All right, I'm going to go Jack Black, youth pastor. I just decided. So you're gonna take your youth pastor? Now. Because I looked at my other youth pastors, and although kind of funny, not as um, good. Not as good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who they are after we're we're done. I mean, they're they're like funny picks, but they wouldn't actually be good youth pastors. Where I think Jack yeah. Black would actually be a pretty good youth pastor, considering his role in School of Rock.
1: Yeah, absolute beast, and Nacho Libre. Yes. So Jack Black's off
0: the board as a youth pastor.
1: All right, I'll take my youth pastor now then, and I'm gonna take Mark Wahlberg.
0: That's actually super Dude, funny. I he'd like be that. a
1: he'd be the funny youth pastor, but he could get serious, you know. That's true. That's a great pick, and he's absolutely hilarious. I had I had Will Ferrell for there too, but
0: I had Paul Rudd. Okay. I had Kevin Hart Dude. and then Zach Galifianakis. <laughs>
1: I had I had The Rock. That's but I figured too. that'd be too much, too much drill sergeant kind of guy. Yeah.
0: Kevin, Kevin Hart would be my, would be the other one I was going to pick, but I don't know that he'd actually be a good youth pastor. He's just really funny. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's actually good with teenagers at all, <laughs> but. Or if he likes kids. Yeah. Or Jack, Jack Black's kind of proven in that yeah, realm. That's true. Um, okay. So then I'm going to pick, uh, Rebel Wilson for my kids pastor. Kids. I'm trying to think of what movie she's been on. She's been on, she was on a, a what's that acapella movie? They sing a perfect pitch perfect, right? She's in that one. I don't think so. Yeah. And then she was in the heist or the hustle or something like that. Uh, I'm
1: just looking it up.
0: She was in this one with Anne Hathaway recently. Um, um she was in uh wasn't identity thief or something like that? I think so. Anyways, she's just kind of like the the right now like the big um female lead comedian, actor. Yeah, or
1: she was she was uh <clears throat> in all the Pittsburgh movies.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that that's my kid's pastor, because I don't know why I could just see. No, her that's doing a really that. good one.
1: <laughs> and then um
0: it's yeah, my last okay. pick. I gotta take my lead pastor.
1: Lead pastor. Who yeah, who are you picking as your lead pastor? My lead pastor I've got a
0: lot of picks here. I'm gonna same. take some time to I, out.
1: I have two, but I have more in my head, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just wrote down two just for the sake of time. Yeah. But my lead pastor, he just dropped a worship album. Kanye West is leading my
0: church. Yo, that's a good
1: pick. Kanye West is my lead pastor. I'm having a full Sunday service choir with Justin Timberlake
0: leading. I don't know how good of a preacher he's going to be, but oh, I li- he's going to be great. But I like he's gonna it. Going to be great. Um, mm. The the fire <laughs> of God is going to just—that's funny. Make him hyped up. Um. Okay, so let's 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 talk about this here. All I have right. a lot of picks left for my senior pastor. Okay. I have Steve Carell. <laughs> okay. Um, just because why not? Yeah, why not? Um I have Johnny Depp. Okay. Which that was like my my number one going into this cuz he's like he'd be like he'd be like the guy to cast as Erwin McManus, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Um I have Brad Pitt, which nah, probably not. Yeah. Okay, not so pick, okay, though. so here's my five that I'm really stuck between. Steve Carell, <laughs> Johnny Depp, Tom Hanks, Steve Harvey, and Morgan Freeman.
1: <laughs> okay. Morgan Freeman's just for the voice. He'd soothe yeah. the homies to sleep, though. Yeah. Uh, but you I have a lot of good choices. They're though. all pretty yeah. good, man. I don't know. Mine was
0: Kanye West or Will Smith. Oh, that's good. Those are good picks. Oh, man. Who do I want to pick as my senior? Dr. Phil. My lead pastor. <laughs> no. That church is <laughs> that church going is downhill dumb. quick. Um... Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to eliminate Tom Hanks because I don't think his preaching ability would be that great. Okay. Um, so now I have Steve Carell, Johnny Depp, Steve Harvey, and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> mm. Oh, man, I don't know.
1: Steve Harvey is quite the cookie duster. <laughs> he mm. does. <laughs> He'd be up there just rocking it. <laughs> he does.
0: Um uh, yeah. Okay, like I uh, I I go back and forth with Johnny Depp because like he's the heartthrob. He's he's kind of
1: yeah, he, he could be goofy. He can throw some jokes goofy. in the sermon,
0: but he's also like in real life. He's like very quiet and very yeah. So but yes,
1: I've seen interviews with him. He's reserved. Yeah, and he's very
0: reserved. So I don't know. I don't know if he fits the fits the mold here.
1: But I mean, you see him in any movie, and he's. Not reserved at all. Yeah. and he's So he could turn it on, bro. We just watched
0: Pirates. We just watched Pirates. We just watched Pirates. Just watched Pirates. That's An hour serious. ago. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Um, I am going to pick. You got 30 seconds on the clock, bro. Morgan Freeman. I'm just doing it.
1: All right. That's still a dime pick.
0: He played God in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the voice his of an voice, angel, his voice. I, I want him to narrate my life. Yeah, um, I think he's a, a smart guy. He's people respect him. He's wise. He's old. Yeah, um, homie doesn't age though. It's true. Okay, let's go through some like honorable mentions. So, senior pastors. We already talked about all of them. Yeah, those are good. Youth Pastors, I already said mine. I had
1: The Rock, yeah. That was The The Rock and Mark
0: Wahlberg. Kids Pastor, the only one I had on my list that we didn't talk about was Will Ferrell. Well, we kind yeah. of talked about him. I had Will Ferrell as well. Worship Pastor, my backup, if I didn't get Beyonce, was going to be Bruno Mars.
1: And mine was going to be Ed Sheeran. <laughs> hey, that's a Ed good pick Sheeran too. or Justin Timberlake?
0: Um, media Producers. I had <laughs> so I picked Elon Musk, and then I had Jim Parsons. He's the guy who plays Sheldon. on Yeah, uh, Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, and then I had Bill Gates. <laughs> okay, I had Michael Bay, <laughs> <laughs> explosions, pyrotechnics, everything. Let's go. Um, and then the potluck organizer. Actually, this is funny because Morgan Freeman wasn't actually on my senior pastors list to start the draft. Really? He was on my potluck organizer draft because he's okay. old. Okay. Yeah. But then I just thought about it and I was like, man, yeah, he'd be pretty he good. He can lead a church.
1: I like your style. From senior potluck organizer to lead pastor. Talk about an upgrade. Dude, you love to see that. I had Harrison Ford down there.
0: That's a good one, too. Nice
1: wisdom. He's good with the people.
0: Oh, yeah. I like that.
1: That probably would have been a pretty good pick, but Betty White's got to beat him there.
0: Yeah. No, that's that's a heater of a pick. I would have picked her if you didn't. So, there we are. Okay, so here we go. Ben's team. Uh, Ben's church is led by so when you go on their website, <laughs> the lead uh, pastor front page, front page <laughs> Kanye West, absolute beast, um, ye billionaire. Place. Um, no, he, he, so he'll the, give to, he'll give to the church. Okay, okay, so his uh, his merch is the church. Tr- their church Free merch is for the whole fire. church. <laughs> your, your church merch definitely beats mine because mine's filled with kind of some nerds, but that's okay. So you got Kanye West leading. You got Mark Wahlberg um, hitting up those Wednesday nights with the youth group. Yeah, I do. you have Justin Timberlake leading worship. Absolute beast. Um, you have Ellen as the kids pastor. DJ Colin <laughs> as the media producer. <laughs> Let's go. And then Betty White as the seniors potluck That's organizer. That's a dimer. Team. That's a really good team, actually. Yours is it's too. That's really though. good. So I have I have Morgan Freeman as our senior pastor, or lead yep. pastor. I have Jack Black as the youth pastor. I have Beyonce as our worship leader. Yeah, I have Rebel Wilson as our kids pastor. Elon Musk is our media producer. Absolute beast. And Oprah as the seniors potluck organizer. I feel like this is super stereotypical, but I feel like your church with all these people is like this like super trendy social media mainstream church and mine's just like the local church that does actually potlucks all the time. <laughs> probably, probably. But cause I feel like they the have like o- a weekly potluck. The only, <laughs> the only like trendy person I have on my team is Beyonce, but
1: well, Elon Musk. Yeah. But he's more of just like <laughs> the smartest dude on the planet.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, these churches would definitely be very different. Um, from each other, but this is fun. So okay, so that's um that's it. We so yeah, we uh Ben has Kanye West, Mark Wahlberg, Justin Timberlake, Ellen, DJ Collin, and Betty White. I have Morgan Freeman, Jack Black, Beyonce, Reba Wilson, Elon Musk, and Oprah. Let's go. And so how you vote is you follow us on Echo Youth at Echo Youth SEC on Instagram. The poll will be up on Monday. And when this is um I said Monday because we talked about potlucks. Um it'll be up on Monday uh when this podcast goes live and then you can vote on which team that you think won. And obviously it's completely subjective and it's just it's a fun time. Don't let us sway your opinion. Yeah. We're just we're just having fun. Um so yeah let us know. Uh don't forget to leave a review or a rating if you so wish to do so. Um which is I found it easier to do that on um like the apple podcast or itunes or yeah on the itunes um, that one's bad. the easiest one uh and yeah and then i think is next week our last week on there's Band seven days there's seven okay so, so we two got more. two more weeks of that and then, then we'll, we'll drop a new one for you do a new one so uh thanks for joining us hope you're having a blast we are and so uh yeah with no further you i'm brett and i'm ben and qv outro